You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nazis, I'll ask a question. What question? Jazz question. Now you get it right. We roll. I know everything there is to know about Miles. Lay it on me. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop. All right, welcome to Triviality, a game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Uh, I'm going to be your host today, and what we're going to do is one of our famous bonus lay it on me's. Yeah, and uh, this is Ken. I'm here to provide some interesting questions to Jeff, and uh, I just want to start the show off by saying happy birthday, Jeff. Thank you. Yesterday was your birthday and your your swift march to your demise. Yes. <laughs> It's true. Oh, I didn't know it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. All right, because you're never on Facebook, so I don't see your Facebook. It's uh, true. And I didn't know your birthday. So. My was, Facebook was, photo uh, is me like 15 years ago. So I was told to wish you a happy birthday yesterday, and I didn't, so <laughs> my apologies. Well, um, your birthday I'm, gift from me I'm is... I'm not heinously offended. Your birthday gift from me is an extremely difficult uh, Game of Thrones lay it on me. So uh, this is the category that you requested. I know you like the show and you read the books a little bit, so... Uh, you want to give a little background on that? Sure. Um, I'm not feeling confident. I know there's a lot of materials in the books and the show. Uh, I read the books through probably about four years ago now, um, five years ago, because I just couldn't wait for uh, season three. So I, I read all the books in the interim. You just filled in between seasons and you read several uh, thousand pages of books? Yeah, I read I read five of them. In one, in one like four month stint, five month stint, in anticipation of every season, I, I go back and I rewatch the whole canon. All right. Well, some of these questions uh, mainly pertain to the show, and some do reference the books. Um, if not noted, I think it would reference both. Um, my knowledge is mostly based on the show. Um, I tried to choose questions that wouldn't be ambiguous between the two. So uh, if you're ready, Ken, lay it on me. All right. So in anticipation of the uh, penultimate uh, season to start, let's uh, jump right into the questions. What is the name of Bran Stark's dire wolf? Um, You have Shaggy Dog, which is Rickon's. You have Lady, which is Sansa's. You have Nymeria, which is uh, Arya's. And Ghost for Jon Snow. And so Bran's is going to be... Um, Grey Wind is for Rob, so that only leaves one. Zoing Scoob. 
It made me think of Shaggy Dog. Sorry. <laughs> you, got, you got them all. Yeah, you definitely all, got all, all the other of, ones. All of them except the one that I need. Not off to a good start. I think I'll tap out on this one. Okay, the, the one wolf that you couldn't name was Summer. Oh, that was so dumb. All right, here's <laughs> I an- know that. <laughs> here's another uh, quick question about uh, some of the naming conventions in Game of Thrones. What is Gilly's son's name in the book series? I'll give you a little hint. It is different. So in the in the TV show, it's Sam. Sam, yeah, because she names it after in the book. It's his a father. Little, it's it's different. So I'll give you that hint. I can't remember for sure, but I'm gonna guess that she names it Craster after uh, her former husband. Well, uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. The baby doesn't actually have a name. Uh, in wildling tradition, uh, you don't name a baby until it's two. Okay. But you can give it a milk name, according to the Game of Thrones Wikipedia. Trick question right away. Yep. <laughs> All right. Moving on to a uh, historical question about the Game of Thrones world. What is the name of the battle fought during Robert's Rebellion in which Rhaegar Targaryen was killed and Barristan Selmy was wounded? Robert smashes in uh, Rhaegar's head with his war hammer. Um, Blackwater keeps coming to my head, but that's, of course, much later. One could say it's a uh, three-pronged answer. This is tough. I stopped watching after season four, and I need to catch up, and I couldn't tell you maybe one, like three people's names. One could say it's a, it's, it's a tri-toothed answer. Yeah, I can't remember. It's the Battle of the Trident. Oh, yeah. All right, moving on. That makes sense, because the Trident River is where the Tullys are. So this is proving uh, pretty <laughs> difficult. I meant uh, I, I maybe went a little too hard in the paint on these. No, no, I'm, I'm exceptionally sleep-deprived, and I'm having an off day. <laughs> okay. Well, luckily, people who listen, there's got to be someone out there who, who might know these, and we just, oh, the, they have to reach out. Let me explain something. There's a lot of people out there who are going to know all these. Like, these are not hard questions. I'm really blowing it, so. Okay, so this is probably the hardest question that I have. Aegon Targaryen V had four children. Name two of them besides Ares the Second, the Mad King. Maester uh, Aemon, Aemon Targaryen. So that would be one. No. What do you mean no? Well, uh, Maester Aemon, I believe, is is Ares' uncle. Not he's not, not a, he's not brother to the Mad King. No, I found a nice family tree of the uh, the Targaryens online. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who doesn't watch the show, this all sounds like such nonsense to me. Actually, even if you watch the show, they don't explore any okay. of this. So your best bet, I mean, if you even if you read the books, your best bet is to like look at family trees. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was the Blood Riders. I think that was earlier. I want to say that was a couple generations back. Um, the ones who like you know last rode and tamed real dragons. So I don't think it's any of them. Like so, Nymeria would be a famous one of them. Um, Arya's dire wolf is actually named Nymeria mm-hmm. after one of the famous dragon blood riders. So you do know a little bit about the history here. I mean, my, I could I could just spit out names, but I don't think it's going to do any good. Okay. Well, I have here Brother Duncan. Yeah. His sister and uh, queen, Raelia. Yeah. Yes, queen. And uh, Darren. I was not going to get those. Okay. Moving on to the next question. And this is our fifth question. So we're going to switch it up with uh, one that was submitted by a listener so this is from greg and uh he actually texted me this one earlier to try to squeeze it in so you know greg and i know greg personally so you can imagine what kind of question this is and uh any any incorrection in this uh in this question can be blamed straight on him i did not do research on this question prince doran martel has been wheelchair bound in dorne for many years 
due to a type of arthritis affecting his feet. High levels of what compound have built up leading to crystal formations leading to his disease? This is a science question. It is, yeah. <laughs> Greg also included the fact that you had uh, spoken about this uh, this malady a little while ago, so he was pretty sure that you could, uh, you could sort it out. Yeah, because I'm going to remember everything we've ever talked about. <laughs> um, I don't know. All right. Well, he's uh, afflicted with gout. Right. Does that does that uh, lead you to any further answers about the compound? Uh, no, I don't know what the compound is. All right. Well, that would be uh, uric acid, uh, usually a, uh, a, a rich, uh, purine-rich food like meat or alcohol. The historically rich would uh, lavish in it, and uh, it would increase the uric acid, leading to gout. So uh, that's uh, that's where that comes from, and the kidneys just can't process it. I would have gotten gout, but... <laughs> Not uh, uric acid. All right, let's move on. This is a geography question. Yay! It's a geography of Essos. What is the northernmost of the nine free cities of the continent of Essos? Bravos. Bravos is correct. Hey. This is the one he knows. On the board. On the board. You're talking to someone who owns the Game of Thrones world map. So. Uh. All right, so this one, I think you can get, uh, we're, we're going to get a little bit more gentle with the questioning now. In Westeros, there are nine administrative regions divided amongst the great houses, besides the crown lands, of course. What is the name of the region which is ruled by House Tyrell? Okay, so the Tyrells uh, rule over uh, in Highgarden. Mm-hmm. The Baratheons um, are the Stormlands. Winterfell rules over the north. Lannisters have Casterly Rock, which is in the Westerlands, but I can't remember if that's anything more specific. You have this uncanny knack of knowing everything except the answer on these questions. I'm not going to keep you here all day. What is it? All right. It's the Reach. No, yeah. it is the Reach. I was thinking that the Reach was the, uh, where the Eerie was, but the, no, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. High Garden, the Reach. Yeah, I should have gotten that. All right. This one's kind of difficult. I apologize. The faceless man who assumes the identity of Jakan Hagar claims to be from where? Which may or may not be true because he's actually identityless, but... The faceless man. Yeah, Jekhan Hagar. Yeah. Is actually a faceless man. So his name's not really Jekhan Hagar, and he doesn't really have a place of origin per se. But where does he claim to be from? I have like one of two guesses. So it's either like east in the lands, like that nobody has explored. Like so far east, it's off the map, it's uncharted. Or I was thinking that he might be from Valyria. Because of the doom, I thought that might be interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I could be way off. I don't really remember. But I'll go with uh, Valyria. Okay. Uh, it says here that uh, he claimed to be from Lorath. Okay. Is that the guy that recruited Arya? Yes. Um, so my question, because I haven't continued the show, I've, I've, it's been a while. Does he change his face like through some sort of medieval surgery or is it magic? I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you just watch the show. <laughs> Oh, did they tell you about that? No, but I think you'll find it rewarding. Oh, okay. It feels like it might be a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay, Let's I was just curious. Okay. It's not Dr. 90210. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— we answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. 
Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So uh, we often come up with good uh, currency questions on the show, um, and you seem to enjoy them. So what are the three denominations of coinage used in Westeros? I'm realizing how much of this show I don't remember. See, when we discuss Game of Thrones, you come you come at me pretty hard with the with the hard knowledge. So I I, I made it pretty hard, but I, I might have gone a little too hard. No, I'm just really failing at this. What happens if I don't get a single one right? You, you got did. one. No, I mean I mean really like I got one. <laughs> um, then then Tom Cruise assassinates you. <laughs> <laughs> That's summer. What do you want me to tell you? That summer one is really bumming me you out. Just gotta, like that set a standard for just subpar, subpar performance here. You just don't know which question Tom Cruise would have asked you from this list. So, you you used to play D anD D. Oh, I'm assuming it's like some kind of like gold, copper, and silver coin. Okay, so we're there. Yeah. Oh, really? It wasn't anything more than that. I thought you were looking well, for like, a, specific names. There's a little more. <laughs> uh, we can give credit for gold, silver, copper. Um, I have officially the gold dragon. Yeah, that the would make The silver sense. stag and the copper penny. You don't... Oh, the penny's kind of funny. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to give credit. This is supposed to be hard. All right, next question. Dario Naharis is portrayed very differently in the television show and in the books, specifically the colors of his hair, beard, and mustache. What are those colors of his hair, beard, and mustache? Actually, I thought when you were going Dario Naharis, I thought you were going to make a joke about how they switch actors halfway through the series. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, is that like uh, Khaleesi's right-hand man? Yeah. Okay. Depends on what you mean by right-hand man. Um, or both-hands man? Well, at different points in the show and also like how... <laughs> yeah, you, at certain points in the show, he's definitely the both-hands man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's blue. Okay, what color is beard? Yeah, I know they're really specific in the book. Um, I, I'm, I'm just coming up blue, though, because I remember that being like really distinctive. And yep. then... The hair, um, the hair is blue. The yeah. beard is blue. Yes. Also. Okay. Then I would guess the mustache his... is maybe yellow. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So uh, credit on that one. Yeah. All right. Here's the here's the follow up question. From season four on, Dario is portrayed by Michael Mikael Huseman. I believe that's the correct pronunciation. Mikael Huseman. Apologies. Yes. What other actor portrayed this character in season three? Don't call him Francis. He doesn't like that. I, I don't know actors' names, aside from the main ones. Okay. This guy is uh, Ed Skrine. Okay. He was in Deadpool as Ajax. Okay. And uh, Deadpool kept calling him Francis, and he didn't care for it. Uh, what is pictured on the sigil for House Umber in the books? Oh, it's a troll. Yeah, it's a uh, roaring, it's the, yeah. roaring giant in chains. Yeah. So he got credit for that. And uh, what's their sigil in the show? Because it's different. Part of the previous sigil is involved in this, also. I, I I'm I'm seeing the sigil, and I'm just seeing like a like a like a hulking beast, but I can't remember any chains. But it could be the opposite. It could just be chains. I don't I don't remember. Okay, so the giant was uh, in the books, but just the chains were ah. for the show. So it's four linked silver chains uh, in an X formation on a red background. Okay, I can see it now. I was thinking of a different house then. What is the name of the sword gifted to John by Jorah Mormont? 
gives him. It sounded uh, like I said Jora because I kind of stumbled there. It's Jor. Jor Mormont. I know. To, to I, clarify, I know what you meant. It's it's Jor. Jora was quite far away at the time. To he be was given swords. He was. Is that the guy in the friend zone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he doesn't have a sword to give. Friend, friend zone Mormont. To be fair, he didn't deserve the sword, which is why his old man kept it and gave it to John. Yeah. What's the name of that sword? Long claw. There you go. All right. Prior to losing one of his hands, was Jamie Lannister left or right-handed? Well, he loses his sword hand, and I'm trying to remember if, if they do something different for the show than for the books. I believe um, it's the same both ways. I think he's portrayed as being left-handed. I have him as right-handed. No! I think he was right-handed in both. I think I was more thrown off by the idea that you like thought it was hard, because I would have just gone right-handed, because I, I kind of see it, but... Uh, yeah, I was I was trying to trick you a little bit. You you succeeded. I thought at this point, you know, you'd have uh, you'd be blowing blowing it out of the water. So. Uh, yeah, I am not. That is not a thing. <laughs> All right, so this is the uh, last question, and since uh, this is the sixteenth question, technically, it'll be kind of a bonus. Um, prior to its destruction, what was the official ancestral weapon of House Stark? Oh, that's ice. Ice, the Valyrian steel greatsword. Why can't you ask me and more like a, weapon questions? Here's I'm a great bonus. With those. Here's the bonus on the bonus. Worth twenty points. Deal. What two swords were forged from Ice's Valyrian steel oh. after its destruction? One was given to Jamie Lannister. He eventually gives that sword to Brienne mm-hmm. of uh, Tarth. Brienne of Tarth. Yes. Got one. <laughs> you knew one thing. <laughs> <laughs> you knew a thing that wasn't a question. Uh, to be fair, I knew a lot of things that weren't questions today, too. So that one ends up in her hands. And um, that sword's name, I know Jamie gives it away. And there's a reference to the fact that she deserves it because of honor. So I know it has something to do with that. The other sword, I think they don't want to, but eventually give it to Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Um because I remember him parading that around uh, briefly before his demise, smirking <laughs> over here. Sigaros is in that scene. Darn it! I was hoping Sigaros was a question. That's fine. I get, I'm allowed to be mad. Oh yeah, I should have done that. Should've. I love Sigaros. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to ask that question. Uh, yeah, the Sigaros questions is kind of great. Um, I was hoping you might ask that. Yeah, but uh, so uh, for the listeners, Sigaros uh, play the minstrels in the purple wedding scene. Correct. Not the uh, red wedding scene. Um, that's a bunch of nobodies. But however, the the variation of Reigns of Castamere um, playing before... That was the last scene I had seen before I had read the books. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm done. That's it. I can't take any more. Well, well, red, red Wedding has Charlie so, Chaplin's granddaughter in it. Well, you've placed these uh, two swords correctly. So let's give them credit. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to get there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm never going to get there. All right. So they're named uh, Oathkeeper. That's the one that gives and, uh, to Brienne. The and little then, bastard. Uh, yes. Uh, names it uh, Widow's Whale. Okay, yes. Needle, right. needle is Arya, right? That is correct. Needle is Arya, correct. Just right, with so the pointy that's, end. Um, that's the end of the game. Matt, what's the score tally? Oh, we weren't keeping score. We'll just be, we'll be pleasant because it, right. it was not good. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Tom Cruise with the score. Ooh, that does not turn out good for <laughs> Jeff. Uh, I'm sorry he's, he's assassinated you, but... Uh, <laughs> Jeff, do you have a one, one or two questions that you can turn the tables on Ken with right now off the top of your head? How about, we'll start with a fun one. What is the motto of House Lannister? So, I think I know this one. Let's go ahead, Neil. Oh, I like this. I bet, I bet I, you he's wrong. I don't know about the motto. I just know they always say a Lannister always pays his debts. That, uh, you would think that that would be the motto, but it's not. It's uh, hear me roar. Oh, because they're the lions. That is correct. 
Well, they do say that, though, right? They always pay their debts. They do say that, and they also say specifically, you would think that that's the motto, but it's Oh, not. they say that from the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. They do. I believe Bran is learning the house mottos. Some, somebody's <laughs> learning the house mottos. And, uh, Early is in Is Bran the one, one who gets uh, chucked out the window when incest is happening? Yeah, yes. almost immediately yeah. after the show begins. Okay. Okay. What is the what is the sigil for House Tully? Fish. Yes. That would be the fish. Yeah. I Can remember you... the guy... Uh, Blackfish. Yes. I was just going to ask you for Brendan's. Wait, is the uh, sigil just like their logo? Yeah. I might know a few of those. but Okay, that's fine. Let's go through them. How about, uh, we'll start with an easy one then for Neil. Uh, House Stark. That's the, the wolf. Yes. Or dire wolf. What okay. is House Aaron's sigil? It's a it's a bird with a crescent moon. Yeah, oh. I would have never gotten that one. I'm glad you didn't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the, what is the name then of the keep in, in uh, the Erie, Ken? So the Erie is the, is the, uh, the land. Uh, the Erie, yeah. Actually, I okay. think it has a. So there's a, there's a couple others. Because River things. Run is the land, right? No, no River no, Run that's is the fr- that's a phrase. Like. No, River Run is House Tully. Oh, okay. Two things. All I heard was Reverend Run <laughs> from Run DMC. <laughs> yeah, and Reverend. Then, Run. And then uh, the Erie was a location of a TV show Matt and I used to watch in uh, Indiana. Erie, Indiana, classic <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. So other other easy house sigils. Um, why don't you do Lannister? Uh, Lannister's the lion. Yep, Baratheon. Uh, I think it's like a deer or a stag. Stag. Yeah. Um, how about... That might be the extent. No. Uh, how about um, House Greyjoy? Oh, it's Theon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Sully's the fish. Oh, oh, they're the uh, like the squid or the octopus? Yeah. It would be a kraken, kraken. but I, yeah, ah. that's close enough. It's a good one. So, Their motto is one of my favorites. So do krakens actually exist in the Game of Thrones world? That's a great question. As long as they're released. Or, or, or do they admit Unleashed. fully... Do they do they fully admit that it's a fantasy character even I, within the fantasy story? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they're real or not. There's no exploration of that. Maybe uh, season seven, we'll we'll get a kraken. Um, a little kraken action. So uh, what we'll about kraken? What about uh, House uh, Tyrell? Anyone who want to take a stab at the sigil? That's the uh, the rose, and they're not too happy about it. Or at least uh, Mama Tyrell's not very. Oh, that's happy the older First lady. of all, yeah. you leave the the wonderful Lady Olena out of this because she's possibly one of my favorite characters in the entire series. Natalie Dormer is from Tyrell, right? The guy, the one who marries Joffrey and doesn't want to. Yes, before she marries Tommen, but after she marries Renly. Who, wait, who's the guy she marries after that? <laughs> <laughs> Tommen, the uh, the youngest brother. <laughs> oh, okay. His his name is Sweet Tommen, sir. Sweet Tommen. Sweet Tommen. Oh, doesn't she call like him. take his virginity too? Would you Would you like to uh, name one of Sweet Tommen's cats? There are many, but I I'm just looking for one in particular. I don't know the names of his cats. Uh, how about Sir Pounce? That's, that's what I was talking about. Oh yeah, that wasn't that was yeah obviously. <laughs> Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce is one of his cats. That's pretty good. Um, that's the the no, real notable one. Uh, before we go, I just wanted to mention too. Um, Fans of David Benioff, who is one of the co-creators of the television series based on the George R. R. Martin uh, books. With D.B. Weiss. Yeah. And uh, David Benioff wrote a really good book, if you're looking for a new one, called City of Thieves. Um, and uh, I definitely recommend the audiobook of that because Ron Perlman does a uh, an amazing rendition of it. But look out the plot. I won't give it away. Um, but it's a very, very good read. All right. Well, uh, Jeff, thanks for uh, fielding those very difficult questions. I'm sorry it was so hard on you. Um, Tom Cruise did not let you off the hook on that one, but uh, hope you enjoyed this Lay It On Me. This was Triviality. Shame. 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 
Shame. Shame. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.